Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. You see, there are three tenses for your salvation. Now, you remember your past tense, present tense, and future tense? Now, in the past, you were redeemed. And it was done once. You were redeemed. And if you understand redemption, you know what I mean by that. Now, in the present, as you, know, you are now in Christ, because you have to be redeemed so that you can be born. So, now that you are in Christ... In the present tense. <laughs> you are living what we call continuous sanctification. Continuous sanctification. And this is every day. Every day. Continuous sanctification. And then in the future, it's called glorification. Are you glorified? Yes. yes. But what will be glorified? Your fullness of salvation, your body that will be rid of sin, or let me put it, rid of uh, mortality and immortality. Yes, yes, so this is what will happen. This is what this is what we are in now. So we are redeemed. Now, when we're redeemed and we're born into Christ, we received what we call a pos- a positional sanctification. So by position in Christ, we are sanctified. Now, in Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44, we read, he asked them to sanctify themselves so they will be holy. Now, anybody, look at it, for I am the Lord your God, ye shall therefore sanctify yourself. In other words, separate yourself and ye shall be holy. So, until you are sanctified, you cannot be holy. You get it now? Which means that sanctification is a subset of holiness. And I'm saying that the day the born again became, came into, I mean, any man came into Christ to become born again, he received a positional sanctification. So, in Christ, we are positioned, we are sanctified forever. And we are well positioned in him. And that gave, gave you the essence. Huh. 
And that gave you the essence of holiness. You need to understand these things. Otherwise, these words will hit your head left and right. You will hear sanctify, sanctify, sanctify. You will hear holiness, you will hear consecration. Now, the same word sanctify is the same word consecration. Now, so this is the statement God said to them. He said, sanctify yourself and ye shall be holy. Now, this is the same thing that has been done for us because we are in Christ in what we read in Ephesians 1.4. He said, according as he has chosen us. Our choosing is sanctification. In other words, he sanctified us. Read it well. He said, according as he has chosen us in him before the for what purpose? That we should be. So he did it so that we will be holy. So our holiness did not come from our works. Our holiness came from the fact that he chose us. And he chose us because we had faith in Christ. But in the book of Leviticus, he told them they should strive for holiness. And this is what has eaten into the minds of a lot, a lot of people. So everybody is trying to be holy. They are trying to be holy. Even Christians are trying to be holy. When we say this is a holy ground, it means, it means it's a separated ground. It means that the place has lost its commonness. It is not like any other ground. So when you come to the church, the, the altar is a holy ground. You can't come and be walking and be sitting there. Do you remember at Apostles' place last two weeks? Some of you were standing there. The Holy Ghost, um, the angel behind me asked me to ask them to get down. Because they were not supposed to be there. But whilst I was going to tell them to get down, the Holy Spirit said, said hold on, they will get down. So by the time we started praying, I don't know what happened, but when I checked, they were not there. I'm telling you. Now look at it. Look at the difference. Angel wanted me to tell them to get down. But the Holy Spirit said, no. You can ask the people that they didn't know how they got down. Angels, they are not lawmaking. Um, how do I put it? They are, they are not um, like they are strict. Once they know this is holy place, Do you remember we were praying here this evening and the carpet was here and I was moving up and down. I was asked to roll it over. You remember? So I rolled it like this. Then I could be passing here. Naturally, you'll be like, ah, but you are the head pastor. You can be working on it. You. <laughs> I was warned not to. Because at that moment, what I was doing was different from what I'm doing now. <laughs> oh, this is daddy's chair. They come and sit inside. One day. <laughs> say, my father, my father, come and sit. 
One day you sit and you can't get up. That, that will be by the work of angels, not the Holy Spirit. You should see angels in the spirit. They don't joke. They function under instruction. Go and ask Adam. I'm sure if he had his own way, he would have returned into the garden to go and pluck one fruit and say, we'll eat on our way. <laughs> but the angels were standing there. I'm telling you. Telling you. Believe me. I won't lie to you. Some angels are like this. You are passing here, they are like this. I don't know if they, were, they are doing this. I don't know, but... There are some that are, are nice. They will smile at you. You see them in town every day. You don't even know. You see them. I don't want to describe them. I don't want to give, put attention on them. But there are a lot of them in town. You walk by past them every time. Sometimes they smile at you. You don't even know. Do you know angels? I'm telling you, so believe so I described how they are like in human flesh. <laughs> During the, the, that flood around Seco, there were a lot of angels as human beings that were there. One of our friends, yeah, the, the fire was there and a man appeared and went under the water with her and swam under the fire. When she came out, the man had vanished. But it happened to us as well at 37. I told you the story. I'm telling you, there are a lot of angels in human flesh you, have in, you don't know. You walk by, you sit, you sit in torture with some. Some even shook hands with you. You couldn't tell. Because the mind is not holy. Your mind is not separated. Something day inside. Man make hot. So the heat. He came home. I saw. I saw what you said. See, when somebody says something you don't know, don't argue. Wait. Go and try it first. When you argue instantly, you were fool. Because by the time you realize, it would have been truth. The reason why I don't tell people about this anything is because I don't want to put angels as an attention. I want to make Jesus the attention for you. So here, he said they should be holy. I don't know how they were going to do that. And even in this, their effort, they were dying. They were dying. They couldn't. Look at the offerings. Look at the kind of description, the animal they must bring. It must not be this. It must not be that. It must not be this. It must be this. When you are done, do it like this. Take this one out. Wash here. Do this. Then bend here. Then when you are done, cut. If you make a mistake, you are gone. Now, that is why the Israelites thought they were so special than the Gentiles. Because they saw themselves to be holy. So they always use the word circumcision. But today the Bible says we are the circumcision which worship God in truth and in, in spirit. 
And I told you, in truth and in spirit is not an act. In truth and in spirit is a state. You, you are born by truth. And you are holy. And you are, you are spirit. So this is what God was looking for. So that's how come you, nobody can teach you how to worship God in truth and in spirit. The closest they could say is that worship him according to the word of God, which is right. But the truth is that you were born by the word. Being born again, not of corruptibility, but of incorruptible, by the word. Of his own will begat he us by the word of truth. We were born by the word. God is said, I'm looking for people who are like me. So we are the circumcision. We are the circumcision. Which worship God in spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus. And have no confidence in the flesh. See, the unbelievers cannot worship God in truth and in spirit. Because they are not in Christ Jesus. That's the truth. You get it now? This thing, when I explain to the worship ministers, they don't get it. Because they think when they say, they begin to go slow motion. Then you have entered. But that is not the case. Say, I'm holy forever. Look at Ephesians 4.24. It's a put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. He said, put on the new man. That means the new being that you are now. He said, show it up. He said, your new being is created after God in what? Righteousness. Okay. Now, righteousness is a position. Holiness is a position. The state of the born again is a position. And all these are made available in grace. When a man stands in grace, he stands at the place of righteousness. He stands at the place of holiness. He stands at the place of mercy. He stands everything that is encapsulated. They are all encapsulated in grace. That is why when you are when, when you, by faith you have access to this place. Yeah. So you see, you have the position, and your position is who you are. Forever and forever. You can't lose that position. So I asked you a question. I'm born again. I am I'm separated unto God. What if I find myself in the common people? Do I lose my holiness? No. Because if I did not have a position, then I lose it. But my holiness is based on a position, which is my nature. Can you see that? Yes, sir. You are human. Your position is human. Forever. I mean, not forever. Human. For as long as your body can take you. For some people. But you see. There are some humans that are sleeping with animals. Do they lose their humanity? To become unanimous? No. They are still. I saw one on social media. A cow. Was fully with a cow. And somebody was recording. He got up and walked a human being. The act was wrong, but it didn't change him. Because his position God gave him on the earth is human. Please understand this. You cannot lose your holiness. Because it's not an act. You didn't receive it by an act. 
You received it by position. And so your position is forever. So when a Christian does an unholy thing, what is it called? The point is that the Christian cannot be unholy, technically. What a Christian did is called unrighteousness. Because the opposite of sin is, of sin is righteousness. So that act, <laughs> please get it. Are you getting it? Yes, sir. Please get it. Let's settle this matter. The opposite of sin is righteousness. Righteousness came because of sin. And I don't need to explain this thing over and again. Because sin means missing the mark and going beyond your limit or boundary. Righteousness brought you back to the mark. You get it now? And it brought you into limit. Who is the limit? Christ. So the day you believed in Christ, you received righteousness. What does it mean? Okay, look at. So this is where I'm standing up to here. Is the limit that God has given that when you go beyond this one, you have sinned, transgressing. You have transgressed. So when a man sins, it means that the man has has lost the focus that he has on God as his mark. So we call it losing the mark or missing the mark. And once you miss the mark, everything is okay for you. So you end up going beyond what he has said. So this, this is sin. So all men were here. We had gone beyond the limit of God, God's word. You get it now? Because of Adam. Now, when we believed in Christ, we were restored. We were restored. That's righteousness. And now we have right standing with him. Because we have been brought back into what? Into boundary. The boundary and the limit. And we are now positioned. There is no way we can cross the limit again. That's how come no Christian can sin. Hmm. And it has been done forever. It's eternal. So this is your nature. Your nature, your make is righteousness and true holiness. Okay. But now that you are in Christ, there has to be a continual sanctification. Which means that you need to live out the true you. So there are certain things that you know that I have been sanctified. I have been consecrated. I am now holy in Christ. So you live out Christ. So living out Christ every day is called sanctification. In other words, what Christ will not do, I will not do. Because the life you are living now is the life of Christ. Yes, 
It's called daily sanctification. It's called daily sanctification. That's why when you, when you are going to pray, they say, ask God for, to forgive you of your sins. Because you are not holy. So you must ask God when he's forgiving you. But when God forgives you of your sins, it doesn't qualify you to be holy. It makes you righteous. But when he separates you, <laughs> that's when you become holy. You get it now? When you know this, you live in freedom. I'll show you a few scriptures to show that you, live, you need to live Christ out Christ every day. 1 Corinthians 1.18 This is a topic that has disturbed, brought a lot of confusion. He says, for the preaching of the, God of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us are saved. It is what? The power of God. Now, it gives you an idea that Charlie, we are saved. What does it mean? It means that now, for us, the preaching of the cross. You saw it yesterday. Those of you that went to preach, you said you were preaching to some unbelievers and they didn't want to listen. They wanted the flyer. Because it was foolishness. You too used to be like that. But now you have been separated. Your separation was because you were saved. So he said, for the preaching of the cross is to them, the common, come, is to them, that perish foolishness. But unto us, so you see, we are different. But to us, which, who are those? Which are saved? It is the power of God. So when we hear the preaching of Christ, of the cross, we don't see it as foolishness. We see it as power. For it is the power of God. Unto what? Salvation. Okay. So keep living out this every day. So anytime you come to church and we are preaching and you are getting angry. It means that, no, 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 listen, listen. It means that your mind is wandering amongst the territories of the commoners. You are thinking like the world. It means that the word of God is of no effect. You don't value the word any longer. You don't value the word any longer. You see, because the unbeliever will say, oh, Charlie, oh, oh, oh. That's like, when you be still behaving like that, please, maybe, check it, maybe you are not born again. No, it's true. Maybe you are not born again. So if I were you, now that I'm telling you, be conscious. And say, no, maybe I'm not sure. Let me receive Christ. Now I know that I'm sure. Because everything is foolish. Church is foolishness. Everything is foolishness. You know, like I'm telling you, they have messed up the agenda of church. So when you go to church, the only place that when you delay, everybody complains. The only place that when you delay, everybody complains. Meanwhile, you live in areas where there are beer bars, they make noise. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. They make noise. And they can play foolish songs. And you don't, you've never, you don't like it, but you've never. But if it's a church, you can walk to them. 
So if you are born again and you, you start, your mind is like that. If it is church, every church thing, you are complaining, hey, we go to church too much. Oh. You don't know how I wanted you to come to church Monday to Monday. To Monday. This, no, this is the lifestyle of believers. There's a place around Jowulu before specialized. Every evening, Monday to Monday, they sit and drink. And they will park cars to protect themselves from they sit on the street actually. So people close from work and they come and sit with girls. Monday to Monday, that's what I'm talking about. Monday to nobody has been able to walk to them and say, guys, why are you drinking too much? Because in the no, don't blame them. To the world, that's their normal life. If church and the things of God is not your normal life as born again, then there's something wrong. I'm telling you. Will it have a consequence on you? Yes. The day that guy doesn't go to sit and, and smoke and drink, he will feel uncomfortable. Things will, he will think things are dis- destroying. <laughs> Yesterday, I wanted to pray for, whilst I was ministering to you, there was one lady who was on my eyes. Throughout, she was not there. Look at what happened to the other woman. She's been looking for something to help her break out. Because God wanted her. Before I even touched her, she broke out. What if she was not there? So that lady wasn't there. I couldn't minister to her. I'm gone. I'm in my house. So whatever God wanted to lift off her will still be on her. You think we go to church to do God a favor? You don't even go to hospital to, to do the doctor a favor. <laughs> have you ever said, I'm going to the hospital so that the doctor can have money? No. <laughs> hmm. So don't ever think you're going to church that make us rich. Should I say louder? See, in the spirit, anytime you preach, the word goes. It bounces back. How do I know? It's not scripture. God said that the word that I speak, it will not come back unto me void. Which means the word comes back. But it must empty itself. I'm not just making up things. When we preach the word and it's not accepted, it bounces back. It bounces back. Believers are more carnal than even the carnal people. Sandra, you go to work. What time do you close? 10. From, from 8 a.m., you go to by 7. 7 a.m. to by 10. You have done more than 12 hours. Right? Do you get angry? Then following day, you keep pack up your back and you go again in joy. Is that correct? It's normal. But you don't receive life from there. You receive money that the economy will take away from you. But when you go to church, to the place where God is designed for your spirit to receive life, for your mind to be cleared and washed by the word, you can't give in God one hour more. It's a problem. Some of you, you are, you are doing the, the work you are doing. 
according to your contract, it's 12 hours. Those who work in your hospitality, the fuel stations, you work. And your salary is, is yet you don't complain. Because maybe better than And the man is ah. So that's why I realized that your prosperity is not unleashing. Second Corinthians 2.15 For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are what? Saved. So the different people are what? They're saved. And in them that perish. In them that perish. Romans 6, 12 to 13. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that ye should obey it in the last thereof. Neither yield your members as instrument of on unto what? Sin. To sin. Not holiness unto sin. Unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead. And your members are instrument of righteousness unto God. So God is trying to say, this is the daily life you need to live. Because you are saved. Because you are separated. You are separated unto God. Don't allow sin to overpower you. You get it now? The lies of sin and all this, don't let it overshadow you. Kill it. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.